Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocks podcast. I am back with the Parsons, Noah and Elizabeth Parsons, purely Parsons, as most of you know them. And Abinella, of course, she's back with me, Abby Ranella. I really <laughs> want to drag it out and waste your time, but we don't have time for that. So we're just going to say Abinella again. Um, we are so glad to be back. We're talking about the new year. We're in 2023 and we are talking about just renewing all the things in our lives. I mean, spiritually, homeschooling, our health. I mean, well, there are other parts of our life, right? Marriage, parenting, all the other you know, relationships, stuff like that. Um, so there's lots of things to renew. But for the rest of today, we are going to talk about renewing our health, renewing our bodies and, you know, whether that's exercise or how we eat and, and, you know, all the things that make up us as humans. So we're going to talk about that today with the Parsons because they are very passionate about this. And I love the platform that God has given to them to be able to just share so much truth about what, what they've learned in the way of, of healthy living. But before we get back into that, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Every child has a unique individual learning style. BJU Press has video lessons with engaging teachers to lead your children through each of their academic subjects. These experienced teachers will present lesson content from multiple angles so your children can absorb information at a comfortable pace. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your students. So Elizabeth and Noah, thank you for being back with us today. Um, I want to give some really practical ways for our listeners and myself to get back into this healthy lifestyle. Because as we talked about, you know, it's a new year and so everybody's thinking about this right now. How can we very practically jump off into this? Someone who's maybe just, they've just fallen off the wagon or maybe they've just never really taken their health seriously. What would you say to them? How do you, how do you get them started? That's a really good question and a very loaded one. Um, but I would say um, the first thing would be don't try to do it all at once. Take it one thing at a time. Do what you can with what you have, where you are, and change things as you go. As you know, as something um, runs out, figure out a way that you can replace that with something that is going to be better for your health. Um, another thing I would say is start reading ingredients in your food. Um, if you turn the label, if you turn the label over and there's ingredients on that label that you can't pronounce and you don't know what they are, then that means that it was not <laughs> intended to go into our bodies. So yeah. if you really start reading ingredient labels, um, that can really, really help clean up your diet. Um, and then kind of piggybacking off of that, something that Noah had mentioned is, learn how to cook. Um, we, I don't know, I, maybe once a month eat out, probably less than that. I, I can't remember the last time we ate out. We eat three meals a day at home. We cook all of our meals. There's from scratch. Huh, from scratch yeah. There's, there's literally no better way to, well, I get not no better way, but it is going to be a very, um, you're going to make strides in health. If you learn how to cook, um, quality whole foods. And it's not hard. Anyone can learn how to cook. You don't have to have this culinary background. Um, and cooking can be cooking whole foods can be very, very easy um, and convenient even. 
So I would say those those three things to start. I would say as I'm listening to you, I really believe, I mean, that homeschooling really lends itself to making these things happen. I mean, yeah. many homeschool families are on a single income. And so cooking at home is a practical way that we can make things more affordable anyway, right? And a lot of us are doing that anyway because we have the time because we're at home. Um, I also think, and I, I want to ask you, but I really do believe just just homeschooling in general. I mean, it opened my eyes the other day. I drove my son who's 12. Um, we drove by what is the local middle school and I don't know if he'd ever seen it. And I'm like, that's where you would be. And he looked at it and he's like, they're inside all day. <laughs> and um, I'm like, they are. And he's like, like all day. And I'm like, they are. And I mean, we, this, this is a boy that's outside 90% of the time. And he said to me, he goes, mom, I would die. And I was like, they are honey. Like they're, they're, they're physical body. I mean, they are. When we have autonomy over our families and our kids and the flexibility to, to do whatever, you know, we want and to rebalance our lives, it, it lends itself so beautifully to being able to do that, to teach our kids why we value the things that we do and get them involved. You know, Sayla knows how to, to cook. She cooks pretty good breakfast. You know, she knows how to make eggs and a lot of different things. And, um, you know, she knows the, the value. Sometimes it's embarrassing, honestly, of, of clean ingredients. She'll <laughs> we'll, we'll go somewhere and she'll, she'll ask, she's like, is this organic? Like, Sayla, shh, don't, don't ask them. <laughs> doesn't have to be organic when we're visiting. Yeah. So, but, but she does that from a good place because she knows, because we've taught her why right. we eat why, the way that we eat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. For the mom who maybe she's like, okay, organic. Yeah. Maybe I keep seeing organic stuff in the store. I don't grow my own food. Okay. Talk to the city girl. Talk to the, the <laughs> Yvette. Talk to me who's you know, a city girl through and through. We've talked about this before. I, in my fantasies, I want to be a country girl and I'm just not, I'm a city girl. Um, but you know, you, you, I, at least for myself, we've, we've done so many podcasts on food and cooking and, and things like that, you know, um, in the past five years. And I still struggle with it because it seems overwhelming to me. And you're saying it, it doesn't need to be that difficult. So simplify this for me because I'm the one who I'm like, okay, I'm looking at my grocery list, my Walmart pickup grocery list, and I'm looking at a menu and I'm trying to just figure out like, what do I make that's healthy and good for my family and nourishing to them and is going to give them all of the things that they need. And it completely overwhelms me to be super honest with you. It just does. I don't like to be in the kitchen. I don't like menu planning. I don't like meal prep. My girls are much better at it than I am, but I really want to teach this to them and I'm getting better at it. I have gotten much better at being in the kitchen and cooking and, and meal planning, but it's still, I mean, there's honestly, there's nothing that overwhelms me more than having to figure out meals, healthy meals for my family. So how do you simplify it? How do you make this easy for yourself and for your family that you can pass this on to your kids? I think that you're not alone in that. People, people tend to get very overwhelmed when you say eat whole foods um, and eat clean. Eat clean. It, yeah, there's there's this like kind stigma. Yeah. But honestly, most of our meals look like a protein, 
a vegetable and a starch. Like that's literally, you know, cook up some ground beef, season it well, you know, learn how to roast vegetables in the oven and they're delicious. And it, it really doesn't have to be that complicated. Um, yeah. And because the crazy thing is, is like really good food. Like, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The like quality source, you know, good ingredients. It tastes amazing because mm-hmm. that's the way that God designed it, obviously. So and it, it takes time for, you know, our taste buds to readjust for sure. But salt, you know, salt is amazing. That's when she says season it well, she doesn't mean like add like, you know, Wait, salt and pepper and yeah, garlic. Salt and pepper and garlic. <laughs> and and don't be afraid to like transition into that slowly. I, I think you have to have a passion for it. It has to be important. Like we're gonna be weird to probably ninety percent plus of your audience because you know, we value eating clean, but we don't have health insurance. And that's a choice. Like we're not advocating that everybody does that. Mm-hmm, sure. But for us, we say, you know, we don't trust in the medical system. We trust in God. And we would rather invest all the money that we would be spending in a healthcare plan into leveling up the food quality, into getting, you know, pastured beef, you know, having our own chickens in our backyard because we've got an acre or two that we can use, you know, cutting out the processed foods you know, getting some organic olive oil or even just olive oil, you know, cutting out those refined oils and, and, and leveling up the oils and, and, you know, leveling up the meats. It's, it's all about being able to where you can cut out the bad and add something that's better. Something that's better is just really the food in the state that God designed it. And yeah. it really does work out that way. That's the crazy thing. It's if, if the food has been changed in some way, for to make it cheaper to produce. It's just not the same food. I mean, it's, it's just sadly not. And it's not a snobbery thing as much as it is, we respect God's original design and we yeah, right. benefited from God's original design. We, when, when people get overwhelmed when they talk to us about this a lot, you know, like hi, reading the ingredients overwhelms people. And we just often say like, eat as close, this is as simple as it is, eat as close to as God created it as possible, mm-hmm. right? If it is as close to what you would walk out in nature and see, then then that's that's the best it can be. If it's a meat that you're going to see on a mountainside, that's your best meat. If it's a, a plant that you're going to see in a garden out your window, that's the best it can be. And then you don't have to get bogged down by all the words in the ingredients. Just do you see that in nature? Right. Then don't eat it, you know? And, yeah. and to touch on what you guys said, when, when we do feed our bodies the way that God designed, we don't, it's not like you have to choose the doctor or the food. When you eat the way that God designed, you naturally aren't going to be sick because you're feeding your body the way God designed and your body is intended to heal the way that it designed. So it all, it all just works. I mean, we all know that God created everything to work together. There's a quote that I love and I don't know who I got this from, but it's, the less you spend on food, the more you'll spend on healthcare, which is kind of what Noah was talking about in that we invest, we choose to invest that in not just food, but a lot of our budget does go to our food. Um, and, you know, in turn, we, I don't remember the last time we needed to go take our kids to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. 
It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC Math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with the Parsons. Um, I want to ask, we have, we have, you know, a few more minutes left. And since this is a homeschool podcast, and of course, we're talking about raising our kids and homeschooling them, and we've talked about leaving a legacy for our kids and what that looks like. You are so intentional about that, and I love that. How is How do you, in, in thinking about the legacy that you want to leave for your kids, not just spiritually, but physically as well, how do you incorporate them into the decisions that you make as a family when it comes to health and wellness? Because you really do. I mean, I mean, we have such a beautiful opportunity in homeschooling our kids to involve them in these decisions that we make. So how do you do that with your kids? I think it's important to remember, ultimately, these children are given to us by the Lord to nurture and to steward, and they are blessings. And we should be careful to the things that we're teaching them and the values that we're instilling in them. Um, and for us, this is, you know, as we had talked before, this is, this is just our lifestyle now. And so it's just part of our everyday. Um, it's more than just about food for us with health and wellness. I know we talked a lot about food, but it's so much more than that. Um, it, it, it's, it's, a it's centered around every part of our life. And so we're including our children in, not decisions that we make, like the decisions that we make are between Noah and I, and he's the head of our home and, and we are one, but we include our children in, in the way of we're explaining to them why we do the things that we do. So, you know, even just down to like the cleaning products that we use, like being able to say like, this is why we use this. And this is why we don't use these. Like, this is how this, these ingredients affect your body, but also pointing out to them because we don't live in a bubble, right? And so our children go, for instance, soccer and soccer snacks. You know, there's there's a balance there of all of the things that parents want to give kids for their soccer snacks. And we have to kind of tell our children like, you know, okay, you can have some of that, um, but you're not gonna have this. And then also listen to your body. How do you feel after you ate those three Oreos or whatever it is, you know, like, because oftentimes they're not feeling the, the, the greatest. And so being able to point that out saying like, look how that made your tummy feel like that doesn't feel great, does it? Um, and so just kind of like not creating a shame around mm-hmm. the way other people choose to live. It's, you know, we do things because we're convicted in that way to do them. And it's important to us. And we see the value in that. And we see the the reward in that. So there's no shame in the way that other people live. There's no judgment, but 
also knowing, instilling in our kids, like, this is why we do it. And we do it because we want to honor the bodies that the Lord has given us. Our bodies are our temple. And um, this is what we believe to be the best for us. And so I think just creating an understanding around that um, and being able to include them in the small parts of our homestead journey, like our dog just had puppies and like them being able to care for something other than themselves um, and seeing our chickens go from chicks to hens that are laying eggs and having them being able to go out and get an egg from the backyard and crack it in the pan, like two minutes after the chicken laid it. Like that's, that's amazing. That's amazing for our kids to be able to see. And then also like seeing death and, you know, that's a part of homestead life too. And I think our kids have like an emotional maturity that a lot of kids these days are kind of sheltered from, you know, people, people try and say that homeschool, homeschool kids are like not socialized. They're sheltered. And <laughs> to some extent, like, yeah, we shelter our kids for intentional purposes because we don't want a lot of the world's influences to get to our children. But like, it's so it's could not be farther from the truth that homeschool kids are sheltered and unsocialized. <laughs> yes. Our kids see so much more than they would if they were inside of a building for 40 hours a week. That's so good. And I really like I like your approach in that you're saying this. This is the conviction God has given us in our family because we talk about that a lot with our kids. And we failed when they were little because we were like, this is right. That's wrong. Like this is eating, eating that way is wrong or living that way, you know, and like it says in Romans, you know, like we're not going to judge the the whole eating meat versus not eating meat. You know, it talks about in the word and 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 not not passing judgment on someone else that doesn't live that lifestyle, but more educating people and also just telling your kids, this is the decision we've made for you because God has put us over you to take care of you the way that that we feel is best rather than casting judgment on those that live differently and just honoring their journey. And I really, I like your approach to that and helping your kids have that balance because they are going to go out in the world. And if, if this is their cross to die on, then they might not be heard, you know, in the bigger issues. So I just, I really like that balance. And I think that that's a biblical balance. Um, I see too many of the generation that that's, we, we get, we get in this mommy wars, right? Like I would never with my kid. And so it's just beautiful how you guys have that real balance with your kids and you're giving them the why, you know, why we talk a lot on this podcast about knowing the why that we do what we do and you're giving them the why that we're doing this. And that's, that's awesome. Abby, you, you talked about educating um, people in the way of, you know, healthy living. And so Elizabeth and Noah, that is why we brought you on this week, because you are so good at that. And I mean, we've barely, barely just touched on this, but your Instagram is full of education and wisdom mm-hmm. that you guys share. And I love that. It, it's so cool because sometimes you think like in order to get good stuff, you have to pay for it, right? <laughs> Instagram is a way that you can actually get good information without having to pay for it, though don't park yourself on it for hours a day and ignore your kids because that can become a thing too. And that could be a terrible habit to have, but you have so much good information on there. And, and I love that you are so transparent and so open with just sharing the things that God has taught you. And it's not just on Instagram, but your blog as well. I mean, you've got tons of great information on there as well. And so for those listening, I know, like I said, we've just barely touched on this, but go visit the Parsons, visit their website, uh, follow them on Instagram and just feed yourself with these 
bits of information that they're both just pouring out on a consistent basis. And the thing that I love about you guys most of all is that just like we try to do here with the podcast, you're always pointing people back to their creator. And praise God for that because that's what it's all about is, is Jesus. And so thank you for being with us this week. It has been truly a privilege and an honor to have you on the podcast with us. Tell us one more time for those who may have missed it, the first two episodes, <laughs> where people can uh, find out more about you. We are um, on Instagram at Purely Parsons, and you can visit our website, purelyparsons.com. There is lots of resources over there from, like you said, my blog, but I've got multiple different pages. Um, I have health resources and we have a little shop over there. Um, so make sure you visit there as well. Yep. Sounds great. We will put those links in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We love you. We are praying for you. Happy there's New anything Year. We can do, and Happy New Year. Happy, happy 2023. Year. Oh man. <laughs> uh, start this new year off strong. And if you've not yet done it today, go spend time with the Lord. Even if that means your kids are crawling all over you and you're reading out loud the word of God to them and listen to some worship music, put on some hymns and just feed your soul with goodness and with uh, God's truth and God's love. So we love you guys. Have a great rest of your week and we'll see you back here next week. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.